You're listening to an iFanboy special edition podcast, Doctor Strange. Welcome to an iFanboy special edition podcast talking about the Marvel Studios movie, Doctor Strange. My name is Ron Richards, and I'm here with Mike Romo. Hello, Ron. Hello, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> really quite good. It's good to hear your That's voice. That's good, yeah. I, I slept an extra hour. I'm oh, it's great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, I like I like the combination of talking about mystic, magical things on the weekend that we get to change our clocks back. So there you go. It's really amazing just yeah. how powerful that little thing can be. It really, really just takes really. you right back. Really, really is. So, yeah. So, as mentioned, we're here to talk about the latest in the Marvel Studios canon movie, Doctor Strange, as well as the final uh, – super. well, no, it's not the final. It's the final superhero movie of the year. But we got one more movie uh, to be excited about, which is Star Wars. But we'll talk about that later yeah. on. So. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, real quick, uh, we're going to talk about what happens in the movie. So, spoiler warning. So, spoilers be warned. If you haven't seen the movie yep. yet, you might want to press pause, go we'll see the movie, come back, listen to this, or just be aware. And repeat, as we, and repeat, and yeah, repeat, as and we repeat. Go yes. Every little nuance. <laughs> Um, but yes. yes, so this is Doctor Strange. Uh, it was di- uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, um, and it's who I don't know what else he's done. I don't know anything about Scott. Yeah. yeah, do that. And it's uh, with, with with the with the expert casting of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Uh, let's see, Doc- uh, Okay, so Scott Derrickson did. Um, as a director, he's a bunch of writing credits, but as a director, he directed The Day the Earth Stood Still, Deliver Us mm. from Evil, Sinister. Mm. Yeah, so hell, he, yeah, so The Exorcism of So Emily this is Rose. a great first film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. really? Okay, that might have been. Yeah. So, um, interesting. So, right out of so yeah. So this has been this has been we've seen stills of them filming the shot of Benedict right. Cumberbatch and and uh, Chiwate Elijah Four running through Manhattan and the controversial right. casting of Tilda Swin- Swinson as the ancient one. Um, and yeah. this and this was definitely I think in the category much like Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man. We're like, all right, well, this is the one that's gonna bomb, right? <laughs> Well, you know, it's so funny because I had like literally zero expectations. Like I was kind of pleasantly surprised to hear that people were liking it this week. But like I came into it going, uh, show me what you got. You know, right. like um, I was I didn't have any I don't have an emotional tie to the character. Strange is like one of those characters where I really feel like I should know more about him. And yet I don't I don't really think I've even seen a standalone title since when I w- was reading as a kid. I mean, I loved him in the new Avengers books and stuff like that as a supporting character. Sure. But he's one of those characters where I feel like he's kind of like the uh, hipster choice. Like, I, I like uh, there's probably some dude in skinny jeans who knows all about him and, and, and well, is talking I, well, about him right now. But well, I don't know about I that. I mean, I, yeah, that's a little. I mean, <laughs> well, well, as as you mentioned, the um, I, I don't think it's hipsters in skinny jeans, but I think it's uh, people like people <laughs> like our friend James uh, over at Isotope. Sure. Comics and things like that, who are right. very big Steve Ditko fans and and, seven, and Steve Engelhardt exactly and you know seventies fans. But yeah, the the thing about Doctor Strange is that we've joked about it on the regular iFanboy podcast, where Doctor Strange is the character that um, when you ask comic writer or comic any comic creators what Marvel character would you want to take a stab at, many of them totally. o- over the years have said Doctor Strange, and many of them have tried. 
And for whatever reason, Doctor Strange in modern times has been un- unable to hold a regular ongoing title. I believe the current one with Jason Aaron and Chris Pacello is honestly the longest running Doctor Strange book we've seen in a while. Um, before yeah. before this, the the one that we would always point to was the Brian K. Vaughn, Marcos Martin, uh, Doctor Strange, sure. The Oath. Um, in between the, the those two, I know Mark Wade took a stab on it that wasn't very good, and then Doctor Strange has been a supporting character in the Avengers. Um, but really, where Doctor Strange, when you think, when I think about Doctor Strange, I think about late nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies, twisty, trippy mindscapes, yep. and you know, crazy Steve Ditko art, crazy you know, seventies kind of out there ideas. Um, yep. And really, when you think about it, if any character was made for film. Uh, Doctor Strange had the most potential with this just crazy magical fantasy kind of settings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw it in Hollywood at the Arclight Dome, which was the perfect place to see it because it looks like this crazy uh, sorcerer's den anyway, this honeycombed roof, this crazy purple dome and with the lights changing. And I think I I absolutely agree. Like uh, someone on Twitter said that uh, Doctor Strange went full Ditko. Yeah. uh, Apparently. And I, I... I loved how bold it was. I think starting from the moment uh, the all-caps Marvel Studios production card, which was whoa, that that, that <laughs> new that new Studios intro was just a, was all right. We get it, you know, like it was like, a, I get it was it. very right. self-indulgent. It was very. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I guess. I guess you're making a statement. Okay, I get it. No one else can do what you do, but man, yeah. that re- I burst out laughing uh, when yeah. I saw it because it's like not only not only do we own the comics, but now uh, our characters, our cin- cinematic universe, is officially here to stay. Right. And I thought it was a really uh, bold. And a lot of a lot of swagger, a lot of yeah. swag, as the kids would say, as it opened the film. But um, you know, right away, it really celebrates being a cinematic uh, experience, right? With um, the Ancient Ones battle in Hollywood, where you really say, okay, you've probably seen some of these images in the tr- in the trailers or whatever, so we're going to get right into it. Right. Uh, the real world is subject to um, an incredible amount of sorcery, and it and it really felt like sorcery. The magic here, it wasn't like. I mean, Harry Potter, it's funny because I saw that Magical Beast and Where to Find Them or whatever trailer right before. And it's sort of like whimsical and fun and people with, you know, nice hats and Victorian, you know, clothing. But this is like sorcery. It's like there's a there's a heaviness to this magic. Um, And visually, I just thought they really they the first 20 first act of this was just like a joy for me. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, well, no, establishing you, no, the universe. No, but you're, no, you're, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Cause I thought the first, <laughs> f- I thought the first 40 minutes was boring as shit, but, um, Oh, see, um, I really liked it. Well, no, but, well, but, 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 but I, I mean, admittedly you're talking about the opening scene where the ancient one fights a battle in London yep. and you get a sense yep. of the space, yep. but then it goes into Dr. Stephen Strange and his cockiness and his arrogance and then his accident <laughs> and his injury. And then what feels like an eternity of like, and he, here, and here's the here's my biggest problem with it. And so all in all, like I, I well let's let's get it out of the way. I'm a, it sounds like you like the movie, Mike, right? I did. I did enjoy okay. it. I, I, yeah, I did. Okay. I, did. I, I, I went in not with zero expectations sure. uh, of enjoying the film. So right. I was well, I, yeah, and I went in. I went in with zero expectations too. I mean, I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan. You know, I, I just I'm very curious how how they're going to translate these to the movies. Yeah. Um, so. I and I came out of it thinking, oh, that was that was good. As I'm nodding, but like, <laughs> I, but it 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 definitely. I didn't think it was great. Um, I think that it was. It definitely moved faster and felt tighter than previous Marvel movies. Um, For sure, I felt it was just very tight, very very tight, almost to the point of 
hurting, not hurting, but almost to the point of, um, you know, bringing down the movie a bit. And it almost was too tight. Um, Interesting. And I'll get to that in a second. But um, but what, what, what struck me the most was that for the majority of the movie, I did not like the main character. And I think that was the main trick. I think he went in a really interesting direction with it. Yeah. He reminded me of uh, sort of a mix of Harrison Ford's Regarding Henry. That's the one where he lost his memory. <laughs> yes, yes. And a mix of it's hit. that Regarding Henry guy meets Indiana Jones, right? It's like <laughs> sort of like this sort of put upon genius yeah. was very almost house-like impatient with the rest of it. And and I agree. I mean, he went right so for me, he went right to the edge of unlikable um he was certainly uh you know his entire arc is about trying to learn how to be selfless i think um especially towards the end but um i I can see what you're saying i had never really imagined the character as being as arrogant but then i was like well maybe maybe that's what the character was like i've always sort of felt in the books that i've read him in at least he's been a man with a mission to defend the planet like i haven't yeah. seen him a lot of his personal character so I, maybe this cumberbatch was just trying to really zig hard when he would later zag at the end of the movie but it didn't it didn't bother me and that's the thing is that i think the zig was was almost was perilously too hard in that in, yeah. in that yeah. the, the the first and and like i kind of i i i I kind of uh, point to the, the 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 first interaction in the library with Wong um, after yes. do- after Doctor Strange has gone to the Ancient One and started learning and and started training and all stuff like that. There's a moment when he's shaved the goatee in place and he's got his <laughs> he's got his sorcerer costume on and and that's the point where I I felt an emotional kind of changeover. Like okay, now we're getting into the character that I would expect to see. And mm-hmm. yes, he was cocky in that, but it was for the thirst of knowledge and it was the thirst to be good um, and to right. be better and to you know to do all that sort of stuff. Whereas beforehand, and I get I get he was you know the one thing he defined himself by his hands and his ability to do surgery as a doctor, and he lost that. And so of course he lashes right. out and he hurts. You know, poor Rachel McAdams who had just an all like, I know like Thankless. waste of a role. Yeah, just like yeah. you get get a great actress like Rachel McAdams and just have her be you know like it, it was that that this that's a big black mark on this is that like you know comparing to like the the previous um, solo movie with Ant Man. We had Evangeline Evangeline Lilly, who was a strong character who wasn't just there to respond to him when he showed up. Um, So that was that. that, I think that was a a down point. I think that was the weakest part of the movie for me personally. Yeah. yeah. It, it it really wasted her talents. I mean, she would never even got to go outside for God's sakes. It was right. I feel I feel like she got some scenes cut or something. But go, but go ahead. Like, who knows? Who knows? But um yeah, no, but it just it, it it he and and it didn't the 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 jerk of Dr. Stephen Strange didn't come back around until towards the end again where I was kind of reminded of it, you know, kind of before the big battle and where he doesn't want where he's reluctant and all this sort of stuff, but mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you know, but then he kind of embraces it and the swagger with putting the cloak on and all that sort. Of, I don't know. Right. It just it just felt like very uneven, bordering on the side of unlikable. And these are heroes. I want to like them. So I get that that's right. a personality trait, and I guess they probably did that on purpose. But I think that they just kind of went too far. Um, well, it, it definitely it left that bad taste in your mouth. That yeah. probably did for for you. And um, I think they tried to. He may have done it really hard in the first half of the film to make the humor play. Yeah. To sort of see him start. To 
to learn about get humility and stuff. You, you, I mean, it, it's you really don't get even an apology until the very, very end. You right. know, he, he's writing emails and he, he, you, you can see the struggle. But by that time, maybe for a lot of people and, and to myself, it, it was it was a little too late to be interested in um, him becoming humble. Yeah. It didn't bother me as much because um, I enjoyed what he was doing, but I could see, you know, Dude, just you know, let go a little bit and yeah. and um, be a little bit more vulnerable because you never, for me, you never really get to see him privately, right? Even yeah. in the scenes where he's alone, he's studying and and doing stuff. So for in in many ways, he uh, we we don't really we still don't really know who he is even by the end of the movie. We we right. we see that he is now a man with a mission and a man with a duty. Um, but if there is a weakness to sort of, and that's kind of it with that's, it's kind of interesting that I leave, uh, the movie, not really knowing much more than I did about him be, than when I went into the movie. Right. right? Yeah. You know, and having been a professed comics fan, I thought, Oh, cause I was, I saw it with, uh, my wife, Whitney and her friend, Anne Marie and, and Anne Marie had not seen any of the Marvel movies. Right. She thought we were going to her, um, Dr. Strange love. Um, to see, like, <laughs> we and so she was really, she was really excited when she found, Oh good. I've never seen any of these movies. And they both really enjoyed it. Um, because it was such, you know, it's, we, we, it was a really good experience cinema. Well, yeah. Well, like, I think, um, yeah. I th- and, and I think that goes back to something you said earlier at the beginning, which is, which is, I think one of the one of the stars of the movie are the effects and the visual effects. Yeah. Um. Yep. Now, now that said, I think they were absolutely stunning, and there was a ton of eye candy with the with the buildings folding in and all the you know the right. mirror dimension and and all the you know the Inception esque you know because that's that's the only yes. other you know kind of reference we have to it. Um. Which I thought was cool, but then the, as the comic fan as I am, um, I felt like that was a bit of a cop out because it gave us all that weird stuff in the world that we know and we understand, and it was so visually kind of crazy, and we only got a taste of the crazy Ditko. That's why you said Doctor Strange. This movie went full Ditko. It didn't go full Ditko until the very end, until the until the, well, the you know like and that and that's well, and that's what head, I yeah. was kind of hoping for for more of you know like the 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 weird other dimensions, spacescapes and things like that. And it wasn't until the final fight with Dormammu where we actually got a taste of it. Um, right. And it's just like, oh man, it could be a little more. I will say the, the astral projection stuff was awesome. You know, yeah, like, the, you know, well when he done. went out of his body and when he poked out of it to talk to Rachel McAdams, that was fun. like, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was another thing that was a big thing when we were talking about it after was the humor. Like, yeah. um, I think just part of it watching the, Clearly, they had fun making it, but it wasn't self-conscious humor. Like yeah. I thought, the timing was really good. I thought the humor there was like I saw it a really good, a good audience. Um, not like a lot of cheering, but a lot of laughing. Yeah, and I think people, I think people, you know, Cumberbatch. He's just he's a really engaging person just to look at. And yeah. um, he, when he starts making jokes and and <laughs> there's a really great line where like people used to laugh at my jokes and the guy says, uh, you know, were they working for you? Yeah, and you yeah. realize just you know there was this there were, it was there was enough to uh, humor to propel it almost like an air pillow throughout but i think the effects and the humor were great but there was really no what was interesting the b plot was really weak i'm always sort of interested in seeing it was a very linear plot yes and it being such a multi-dimensional kind of uh story platform i thought maybe there would be a little bit more side stories or arcs but maybe they're just really trying to establish the character i guess for the next avengers film because that's certainly what it looked like towards the end of it well yeah, well um, no I, this, I, well this film i mean we'll get to the the end credit sequence later on too but yeah. but i was just going to ask you like what what b plot 
Like there was no B plot. Right. I, well, I mean, he 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 just was trying to email a Rachel McAdams. That was a, yeah, right. No, I mean, like, I mean, as the, I mean, there, there was, the I mean, yeah, I mean, there was, there was, there was really. This was very simple in that it was very focused in that it was just you know Stephen Strange uh, becoming a sorcerer yep. and then being introduced to this world and eventually becoming Sorcerer Supreme, which I think they. I mean, the movie's only 115 minutes. I mean, like they. That's why I said it was tight. I mean, like it was under two hours, which I think is rare for a Marvel movie. Um, totally, and they just kind of got to it and and that, and that's the thing is that like and I understand you can't have everything in these but and 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 I and I, I'm with you I had a, I, I had a good crowd I saw it on opening day I saw it at the Alamo draft house so you've you've already got right. you know people who were into movies and that sort of thing and what what bummed me out was the this the probably the biggest laugh was when Doctor Strange was talking to Wong, trying to get a reaction out of Wong, and saying right, other single, single name. name people, and like, yeah. and and what kills, and like, I get Beyonce, okay, that's funny, but like, and boom, that's <laughs> and now that's dated. So in twenty, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, right, it's just, right. you know. So so that so that that got a good laugh, but then the other the other scene that got a big laugh was when. Um, Wong is there studying, and Doctor Strange is using the little portal to pull the books yeah. he wants, and like that got a big laugh, which is like that as it should, you know, like that was good. Um, right. and all the, the, I mean, we we talk a lot about how these Marvel movies differ from the DC movies, and that the Marvel movies have heart and have lightness to it, and so I, you know, I would I expected some level of humor because that's what we come to expect from these movies, and it definitely delivered there. Um, it's. A- it reminded me of this sort of weird mix of the of the Batman film where he the back, the backbreaking one, yeah. uh, and then kind of like Harry Potter. It's like it's kind of a, a similar arc where the the man has to get completely stripped down to figure out what's a, what his values are, right? right. And then um, and having this, I mean, even even felt a little bit like the first Batman when he goes and meets Raz, Raz al Ghul, like that whole kind of. Uh, look and feel of it just reminded me of, you know, Kathmandu and all that sort of thing. So there's a little bit of rem- – it reminded me of other films a little bit when I was watching it, which is fine. But I I, I've, I was more interested – I wanted to see what – how he would re- interact with New York. And I, I there was a lot of things that they could have – done but they didn't like now does he live in that place like what, well yeah no just, you get well yeah and so I, and, yeah i mean it, it clearly that he's adopted this the sancta the the sanctum santorum in in new york as his home i would have liked to have seen that a little bit you exactly. know like i would have liked to seen maybe you know it ends with him silhouetted against the window but maybe where maybe he finds a door and he opens it and it, there's the big library right i i kind of wanted to see his mission yeah this this movie left a lot for you to interpret i mean it left a lot like so he he i want to say kunlun but that's iron uh, wherever, wherever the yeah, name, the name, know. the name of the place that that he where where he was training, you know, like he gets there right. and it's so challenging and it's so you know and and he's getting beaten up and he's training and all this sort of stuff and then it goes to that scene there I mentioned where Wong without any sort of sense of time passing but oh he's he's right. up on this shit like so I don't know and then when he goes back to Rachel McAdams she's like you disappear where have you been you know and you get a sense that a certain time has passed but like I felt as if they just really connected the dots and you just had to go as you do with any movie you just have to go with it um but some of it was like when they get into this big fight with with the mads micklin or whatever whatever his character's name i forget um the the bad guy who once again in a marvel movie is just a very um simple bad guy caselius caselius um you know the, the 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 bad guy didn't impact dr strange in any really in any way 
You know, Does that the, actor just have uh, overactive tear ducts? I mean, because he yeah. was the one who bled from the eyes in the James Bond movie, right? And he's, it was really distracting. I mean, that was part of the deal, right? He was constantly weeping. Right. I thought that was really weird. Yeah, it was like, weird. I was really disturbed good, by good, it. Good effect. I mean, good makeup and good – It was you know, cool. Yeah, yeah, no. But – well, I mean, it was. I think for me, it was a really fun romp that I, I thought there would be a little bit more thoughtful. There was no air to breathe. To your point, like it was, it was. Let's get it going. It, it was started off a breakneck pace and really didn't slow down. I liked the parts. I would have liked the parts to see him training a little bit more. I would have liked the parts to sort of explore and and learn who these other people are. I never. I, I forgot the guy's name. Who the partner who turns at the end? I didn't really understand. I guess he's just being set up as the next villain. Oh yeah, well no, that, well yeah, I mean that's I mean yeah, that's I mean that's Chiwetel Day Elijah Four's character. He's playing Mordo, who is in the comics Baron Mordo, who's his one of Strange's main villains. So you right. know, so so that set up the next movie really, really well. Um, you know, but but yeah, I, but, but that's sisters. that's for the next movie. This Caselius character that like. Caselius was against the Ancient One and the Sorcerers and all stuff like that. It wasn't Doctor Strange's fight. That's what kind of gets me right. about it. And because he, because he's a follower of the Ancient One, then he inherits it, and he's got a and his master, you know, the Eye of Agamotto and time based magic and all stuff like that. Because of his ability to do that, it becomes his fight. But he didn't have, and, and and the character says it in the movie. He's like, I don't care. I came here to heal myself. He's like, I. I that was the best. That was a great. Yeah. Scene. He's like, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so and I, I understand where where he's coming from in that. Like, you didn't get the sense that Strange, other than trying to save innocent people when they get to Hong Kong and sees what happened and all that sort of stuff. You you get the you you um you know you don't get the you don't get the sense that Strange cares about it because it does it doesn't ring true to him. He doesn't believe in the ancient one either. He he was skeptical yeah, right. of her, her. Well, speaking of. Hong Kong, that drove me crazy. In that you've got Wong and all these sorcerers grabbing the weapons, and Wong pulls the the Wong pulls the the, the wand of Watu or whatever, and then yeah. you see him walking out, and then cut away. And when we come back, Hong Kong is destroyed. Oh, just straight up, yeah, yeah. That, that Again, just kind of annoyed me. Don't don't build up a big ahead. fight and then skip it like yeah. that. Yeah, skip yeah. skip thirty seconds. Yeah. It's like somebody. It's a madman with a, the, the universal remote. Yeah. Um, I, I actually had a hard time tracking all of the different pushes and pulls plot-wise. I, I didn't understand. Like the big question my friends had at the end of it was like, why was it okay for Benjamin Bratt to steal energy from this other dimension, but it was bad for Tilda Swinton to pull right. from the other dimension? And I think it was because she was expanding, extending her life, which was changing, I guess, the timeline and – he was just figure, making it so he could walk again. Yeah, no, I don't. But, I don't get the sense that Benjamin Bratt was pulling dark energy. He was just using. But it was, he but was, he was just, still, still pulling energy from something. He was just I using. He, from, something he, he was just using magic to heal himself, and then walked away. Didn't want to, you know, like that's the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, Tilda yeah. Swinson was pulling from Dormammu's dimension to extend her life, similar to how right, right. you know the other guy was. Um, a Kamartage. That's the name of the place where they are. Kamar. I mean, you are really doing great with these names. I was like <laughs> Bananarama, Drama Rama. I couldn't figure. I, it's like, and I think it's. I've read the words, and yeah. it's like, but they would just they would fly right back. Um, I love the personality of you know of the magic um i some of the scenes that really stuck with me were where she was exposing him to this other thinking and yep. him going through these different things it, it it was a little heavy-handed some of the sequences were a bit long but i bet you they 
it was kind of cool to see them just really i think that's where they were trying to really like we're gonna be different yeah. we're gonna we're gonna try to, to imagine the way these comic book panels must have sung in the 70s and we're gonna bring them to the big screen and yeah except and to except, your point, ex- with, except the, the city stuff and the all that sort of stuff were i, I mean i remember they were neat and they were cool well i'm talking about this yeah i'm talking about the floating through space oh yeah the, so the, the end yeah. battle with dormammu when finally dr strange takes off and flies off and 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 i thought the the time loop was neat you know when he's like Dormammu I'm here to I'm here to I'm here to bargain and and I understand like Dormammu they went for the big large face uh, you know corporal face as opposed to actually giving Dormammu a body and having him with a flaming head and all stuff like that like he does in the comics um, which I get they take you know certain liberty with that Um, but that to me that was just like a taste like the next movie I want I, I mean I want crazy you know Brendan McCarthy out there, you know, like, you know, like kind of stuff. Like I was actually texting with our friend James about this and he was like, I want Joe strange, you know, like this, like complete, wow. like, you know, kind of out there, you know, and maybe that, maybe they've got to dumb that down for regular audiences. But I, but I still think, you know, that, that, that 70s kind of, you know, spacescape, even what Jason Aaron and Chris Pacello are doing in the comic now, where it looks, you know, it looks unearthly because it is in other dimensions. I mean, that's the, that's the kind of cool stuff. You know, maybe this is the, yeah. this is the way we got to ease people into it. I don't know. Well, but, this, um, is, this is the, cur- the curse of the origin story, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, is, yeah. you know, that, it's sometimes you just kind of wish you just skipped ahead. And yep. and Doctor Strange was this dude, and maybe there are flashbacks to his origin. I I think the stutter stepping of having to explain everybody's origin story is a great way to make some money. But for the people who are really interested in the character, like we we were talking, well, where's the B plot? Like we're let's let's expand on some of these themes. Let's really dig deep, and that's not the role of the first film. Yeah. Um. Which which is, which you know which in a way, fair, I mean, I'm really fair. curious. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's totally fair. I mean, I guess it's doing well this weekend. I I would recommend people to see it because it just. It, I I just have no idea. Like, let's see how well it does compared to Ant Man. Well, I can tell you that because like, I hang on, I've got all that up. So, um, so it, it's actually it's actually doing very well. It's it's estimated for about an eighty five million dollar opening weekend, right. and as that compares, right. that is uh, better than the only other Marvel single character movie that it's not better than was the first Iron Man. Um, Thor's opening huh. Thor's opening weekend did sixty five million. Captain America did sixty five million. Ant Man did fifty wow. seven million, and Hulk did fifty five million. So well, cool. um, so and Iron Man did uh, nearly a hundred million. So um, but as far as that goes, this is the second most uh, profitable, or you know, like you know, kind of box office revenue for the opening weekend um, of the single character movies. Um, which and I, I don't, I I don't know if that's I don't know if that's on the strength of Benedict Cumberbatch or. The timing, it being in November versus the other movies were mainly right. summer movies. Well, this is a winter movie, you know, so who, who knows? Who knows what, what goes into that? Um, but it, it, it seems to have been, you know, it seems to have been welcomed well by the audiences um, and critics right. alike. I mean, that's the thing. It's like yep. reading some of the reviews and seeing, some, you know, people singing the praises of it. Um, I think was 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 great to see. I mean, I want to see people enjoy it. I mean, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 90 percent. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, look, so I felt really burned, as you know, from Suicide Squad. And then a lot of people, a lot of people were like, but it's like, because, but I think it was kind of more of the same, right? And and at least this, it at least was like, we're going to just go all in. It's going to be metaphysical. It's going to be magic, but it's not going to be funny Harry Potter magic. It's going to be sorcery. We're just going to really just as we did to your point in the very beginning, we just as we did with Guardians of the Galaxy and go into that galactic 
yeah. uh, storyline. We're gonna we're gonna plant a flag and say this is a valuable part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now, and I think it established it. But again, to your point, I wish we had stayed out there, yeah. quote unquote, out there a bit longer, and as opposed to constantly sort of being in orbit with these places on Earth. Yeah. There's a part of me that wished that maybe the middle part of his tra- of the movie, the training, took place in entirely in an ex- existential plane. At, right? at least, at least, have, at like. least have a scene in that existential plane. Yeah. You know, like some, you know, like yeah. instead of always chastising Strange for going too far or looking at what he's not allowed to or like all that sort of stuff, you know, like ha- yeah. give him, you know, and we got that moment when he played with the Eye of Agamotto and triggered Mordo and, and Wong to stop yeah. him and all stuff like that. But yeah, I would like some, I don't know, but that maybe I would like thing. a little bit, and 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 also just to see him challenged a little bit, other than his hands, right? Yeah. Like if there were some of these tenets where he asked for help to sort of figure out, you know, because this is a guy who is based in science, based in medicine, who all of a sudden totally just okay, I'll do all this hippy dippy stuff. Why not? It's like yeah. there was never really any kind of moment where he just couldn't get it. Now maybe that's why he's a superhero and he can just study real, real hard yeah. and can he, he can do whatever he wants. But there's, a, I guess maybe at the end of the day um i would have wanted a little bit more vulnerability so i could see so i could kind of have an emotional hook with him because yeah. right now at the end of the day he's still super perfect right his hands are screwed up so what doesn't matter now he he was able to really recover because he's super super awesome and that he's not as sympathetic yes yeah, so that can, well before we get to the mid-credit scene i just want to men- quickly mention one quick throwaway i love seeing michael stolbarg in it um he was the other doctor uh in the hospital uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. love that actor, but he's playing a character that was created yeah. by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcus Martin and Doctor Strange: The Oath. He's Nicodemus West. So you know, so nice okay. to see little bits of the comics laid in. Speaking of little bits of the comics, so so the credits roll. The movie wraps up. He defeats Dormammu, not with a battle, but actually with tricking him. You know, which is cool. It was nice. Which to is see, great. Yeah, it's nice to see. Super that. great. Yeah, instead of just the battle solving and explosions. Um, and they set everything oh, but, right and put everything back together and and um, which is which I just got to interrupt, which was. You know, they really went all in with that reverse time situation. Yeah. I thought they that was a, a real that could have been a really cheap looking yeah. uh, sequence, but they it they really followed through with it, and I thought that was really impressive. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Very good, very good. Um, I also like the fact that Wong is played by Benedict Wong, which that's a nice little thing. Uh, the kid, the guy's <laughs> name actually is Wong, but um, uh, but yeah. So we get the mid credit sequence, and we see. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Sanctum in New York with the with the yellow gloves. By the way, although I didn't see yep. any dots, I didn't see any Ditko dots on those gloves. <laughs> yeah, um, no Ditko dots. But uh, he's wearing the yellow gloves and he's having a he's uh, having a drink with Thor, and uh, yeah. and 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 asking uh, Thor why him and Lo- asking Thor why him and Loki are on Earth, and they said they're looking for their father. And he goes, "Well, if I help you, will you leave Earth?" And he says, "You know, I'm tasked with yeah. protecting Earth." And you right. know, why are you, will you go back to Asgard? And Thor's like, "Yes." He's like, "All right, well, let's begin." So it sounds okay. like Doctor yep. Strange is going to be in the next Thor movie, which could be pretty cool. So. That, I mean, I really like that sequence. I loved hearing mm-hmm. Thor's voice before seeing him. I, I, I yeah. I quite enjoyed that. Did you stay for the very, very, very end? Yeah. One? Then at the then at the end the of the Brian credits, Bratt. we see we see Benjamin Bratt and Mordo Mordor Mordo comes and uh, and we see his ascent to villainness as he takes Benjamin Bratt's magic from him and says there are too many sorcerers. So I guess that lays the yeah. groundwork for the next movie. So no um, more mutants. The, the, no more mutants. Kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so. Yeah. You know, all in all, like uh, I, I, I I loved uh, the thing that. I had not realized was just how iconic Doctor Strange's 
ca- spell casting stances are yep. with his hands. Like some of these uh, movie posters uh, remind me they have to be. I feel like I've seen Senkevich covers yeah. with the same images, and I think uh, you know. There's a joke with it's sort of an acting thing where, you know, um, American actors go from their heart out and the English actors go from their costume in. Uh, yeah. uh, Laurence Olivier famously said that, you know, once he really found the character, once he figured out the shoes that the character was going to wear. And I felt like uh, once Cumberbatch really understood Strange's relationship with his hands and the poses and all of that, that very specific uh, way gesture, yeah. it was like it really was cool. Like I just... It's so funny. I guess as a kid, I must have seen Doctor Strange cast a lot of spells because, like, that is exactly right. I mean, I had this opinion about how he should be casting sure, spells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I thought, totally. and I thought, and I thought, even though it was kind of lame to depend on a on a on a device like a ring, but that makes sense. But I thought the teleportation yeah. stuff was cool. That was a cool visual, yep. and it, it made more sense. And and um, I thought the effects with the with the time control with the yes. Agamotto on the arm was cool. And then, of course, the big the big big subtle reveal at the end is that Wong reveals that the Ive Agamotto is actually an Infinity Stone. It's the time gem. Um, that was funny. That was so, cool. So that, I mean, and that also ties it into the greater, larger Marvel Universe, you know, even though, and then, you know, at one point Wong even referred to the Avengers where he's explaining the strange what they do and they say, you know, the Avengers protect Earth, but we yeah. really, we really are protecting Earth. And so, you know. And, yeah. But. Um, that was nice. Yeah. I mean, all in all, like I said, I mean, I don't want to come down too hard on it. I thought it was. No. Go- I thought it was good. It was light years better than Suicide Squad. It's. It's. it's this yeah. is a good movie. I'll go see it. I, I would recommend people to go see it. Um, but. I, I don't, you know, like, I, it wasn't the, oh, my God, wow, I got to see that again, like I felt with Guardians of the Galaxy or even with Iron Man, sure. you know, so. Um, yeah, you know, I, I would, I would, I could see kids getting really into it. I think this is, like, you you bring your kid, if you had, like, there would be this interest of, like, now I have magic powers. Like, there's something about uh, this, the character that I could see being really appealing, I'm hoping to audiences. Um, I mean, it's, it's funny, you know, it's funny because, because I mean, Tony Stark in the first movie, Robert Downey Jr., he played a jerk yeah. as well, but we love them for it. And in this, Benedict Cumberbatch is a jerk, but I, I don't, I didn't love him. I didn't immediately connect to him the way I did with Robert. Well, he and, didn't, you know. he, because, well, but, but Strange is, his sense of humor is making other people feel bad about themselves, right? right. He, yeah. he, he's like, I'm, I'm smarter than you. And that's where a lot of the humor came up. Um, Stark is like, I can, I, I'm just, I'm smarter I'm just than you, but I, I'm, 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 I'm just yeah. confident. I have fun. He's cocky. Yeah. Whereas uh, strange just makes you feel kind of bad about yourself for not being at his level. Yeah. Um, where, where, where Stark is a lot, Hey, I'm smarter than you, but let, here, let's, let's get a drink. And it, it doesn't, he, he, it can afford, he it has to be more bubbly and, 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 uh, strange, I guess, has to be darker. I don't necessarily know why, but I yeah. think I'm really looking forward to seeing those two uh, have a scene together. Though I, that yeah. was one of the cool things was seeing um, the Thor Strange sequences, like watching. What is it going to be like when Cumberbatch comes with these other iconic actors in this environment? And right. I think he can how, more than hold his own. How is That's he? How, be how super is he? Gonna, fun how me. is he going to interact with Steve Rogers? And how is he going to interact? Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. That, 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 and that uh, we'll find. I guess I assume we'll find out in the Thor movie because he's going to be in it. So that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really, I, I quite liked it. I'm, I'm with you. I would, I would recommend it to people wholeheartedly. It's a great like Sunday afternoon film. Like we had a really, we had a great time watching it. Cool. Um, it, but I. Would I nest, the only thing like if I wanted to see it again, I would probably see it in 3D just to check it out. Yeah, I saw it, an, I saw like it in 2D. Sequence. I didn't I didn't do the 3D or IMAX, but yeah, I imagine I had it, a big the, old screen, but yeah. it could be pretty good, I think. Yeah. Um, 
but it's a conversion. But it's, it's since all that stuff is CG, it probably would look pretty good. Um, I don't, you know, I pr- you know, I probably would be really interested to see if there was an extended cut just to see if there were some sequences that breathed a little bit more. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, not unlike Ant Man, I'm like, I had a really great time with it. I I'm glad to see so many other people really enjoying it in the audience around me. People had no experience with the character, yep. and I'm um, I'm glad to see another aspect of the Marvel universe getting a really nice piece of dose of attention. And it was great. You know, I come off the the Guardians of the Galaxy two trailer into this, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in good hands. I yeah. really I'm really I mean, having a really fun time. It's again it's again the you know. I, I would I would probably give Ant Man a little bit of an edge to this just because I thought Ant Man was a bit more fun. Um, right. But uh, but yeah. But I I can't deny this was a good movie. Clearly, it did well in the box office. And again, Marvel c- seems cannot miss with these movies. So good, great, <laughs> great job crazy. to them. So it's all right. Great. So it's so crazy. all in all, all in all, I think it's a positive. I give it a thumbs up. You give it a thumbs up. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, so and also, I think that's a very, a very approachable film. I think for non-comic book fans, I think you take your girlfriend, or your boyfriend who's not into comics. I think they're gonna have a great time with it. Right, them. and it's a different kind of magic than Harry Potter, which I think is nice to see because totally. you know, because I can deal yeah. with that, deal without the wands and this, the nonsense. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, cool. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this. So go to ifanboy.com where you can uh, comment on this episode. Tell us what you thought of Doctor Strange, what your opinions of it are, um, and we might be done with superhero movies for the year, but we're going to reconvene i don't know who or what or how but we are going to reconvene in december to, to break down star wars rogue one oh or, or sorry rogue oh one boy. rogue one a, a star, star wars, wars story right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was disappointed that i didn't get the second trailer in i i thought i would get i was surprised Strange, so yeah yeah but, i i got the uh the guardians of the galaxy which i i have to admit i I yeah. did. I did enjoy. It's enjoyable. Enjoy. So um, yeah. So stay tuned for that later this year. And of course, every week, every Sunday, you can check out the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, where we talk about the latest in comics. Um, and it's all at iFanboy.com. Uh, Mike, as Fantastic. always, thanks for joining us for this. A pleasure. Yeah, Thank you very much, Ron. All right. And, and so uh, I'm uh, curious to see what people think. Really curious. Yeah. Leave those comments. Until next time, I need to find a nice red cloak to walk around the city with. I'm telling you, man, that's the that's gonna be my new that's the new gig. Good luck. I need to do. I'm gonna color. I'm gonna do the goatee. I can do it. I have the gray. Yeah, I go just for need it. to shave it. 